Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 455, recorded from the Defont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary. Joined as always by my co-host and my cousin Mike down in Florida. How are you doing today, Michael? I'm doing well. What's going on since last we spoke? Not much. No. I was just there like three days ago. It's kind of messed up, isn't it? Yep. And now I'm back in, in miserable Rhode Island, as you call it. Mm. Did you what'd you do Sunday? Uh I don't know. Nothing really. No. Ran some errands, did a Costco run. Oh, you got to do the Costco run. So you said you don't do Publix as much now that you have the Costco membership. Yes, that's correct. How often do you go? Like every couple of weeks? And, and no, stuff? no, no. I go more than that. Oh, do you? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you just buy extra of everything. Yeah, I mean, I'll buy like a four-pack of steaks, and I'll buy the... But I pu- go to get the produce, you know, because we run out of that, because we don't want to buy a ton of... So we'll get we'll buy veggies like enough veggies for like four or five meals and then constantly restocking on that. That makes sense. Yeah, because you can't buy those too far ahead; they won't last. Right. Long. So we have some. Uh, <clears throat> unfortunately, I couldn't live up to uh, expectations during the big match against Alex Detweiler. He bested me, pards. However. I think you have to say I held my own pretty well in that match. Are we going to talk about the moral victory? It, are, there, are there such things as moral victories? You you were in the game at halftime against Duke. It was like midway through the second half. Because I started, I was like down four after 11. And I got it to down two. I just didn't, I ran out of steam at the end there. He made a few birdie, a couple birdies though. Yeah. And I did give him the shots, which didn't come into effect because he won. He won. Every he won him straight up. Straight stroke call straight up without the shots. Yeah, giving him shots. That's messed up, isn't it? It's just ridiculous. It's like <laughs> I mean, I like talking crap too, but you're gonna give Tiger a few shots too. I mean, it's just dumb. <laughs> it was kind of dumb, but yeah, he beat me. Uh, what four and two? Four and two, and you made him. You made him putt that one footy. You could have just done a good, good, and, and actually made it. You know, three and two. Oh, that's true. But because he won, the, yeah, he obviously he won sixteen. So, yeah, but four and two is respectable mm-hmm. for a fifteen against a four. Yeah, giving him four shots. Yeah, I mean, we were expecting nine and eight, 
No, I was no. We were expecting nine and eight if Duranko was in the equation. Oh, that's true. And you were playing a best ball against those two. That's a good point. But you want to do that, don't you? Yeah. You want me and you versus Duranko and Detweiler straight up? I think there's. I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot going through your head right now. What's with that? these lessons? I just think there's a lot of what ifs. Yeah. Do you think it's a good idea or a bad idea? For the two of us to take on those two? Yeah. I mean, it's going to be the same result. I don't mind. I'll talk crap for another for a year or so. That's true. I have no problem talking about guys. Yeah, that's a good point. We could talk crap for a year. I mean, if they're both like seven handicaps and we're both mid-teens and we're playing them straight up, I mean, again. The, the ma- the math, Rick Humphrey would say the math doesn't work the out. The math doesn't work. I mean, Rick told me. For four hours on the golf course, trying to talk me off, talk you off the ledge who he doesn't even know. Right. But he figured it out. I was hoping for more of a gallery. We only had like a few dozen spectators watching us, but I thought if it was a bigger gallery, it might. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, it's the Christmas season. They're going to get behind the underdog. Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, you did have a rooting section, didn't you? Yeah, it was pretty good. I have to say, though, in all seriousness, I couldn't believe how dead that golf course was. It's insane, isn't it? Is it like a Saturday in December supposed to be one of the busier times down there? You would think so, except it's the holiday season, so a lot of people are back up north, but still. that's true. And it was a little chilly that morning, right? You think that kept people away? No, no, no. Next week, this weekend's going to keep people away, I think. Oh, the cold and it being Mm -hmm. Christmas Eve, that's a that's. I mean, I think we're taking our, our... you know, windbreakers off by six, I think. Six T is when I took mine off. It must have got up to seventy five or yeah, it was like in the mid seventy. It was warm when we were coming coming down sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen. Yeah. Beautiful day. That was fun though. Jetweiler was a good sport. Well, because he's a clown like us. He doesn't like, yeah. like he doesn't take anything seriously. Right. That that's what made it funny. I didn't know I didn't know what to expect. I was just hoping by some miracle that I could have beat him. Imagine going down 18 with a chance. Just a chance. Because he had like 140 in on 18, and he dumped it into the creek. That's right. Which wasn't good for, for the quota. Saying that hurt our overall team? Well, I mean, I didn't help much. There were a lot of doubles out there, Pardon. Yeah, it's the thing, though. You lean on Alex to make it an eagle, and he picks you right back up. That's true. What do you get for an eagle? Ten? Uh, it keeps doubling, so you get. I think you get eight because you get four eight, for okay. a birdie. Two par, four birdie, eight eagle. Nice. Or you could drop one in from 140 for the Albatraz, partner. That'd be good. Nice 16 now, points. Yeah. He hits it a long way, though, doesn't he, Pards? Oh, he kills it. He doesn't swing hard. That's the thing. No. I had a couple of my drives were as good as I can hit them because I was out a little past you uh-huh. on a couple of them where you hit it good and I hit it good. Mm-hmm. And I was like maybe five, ten yards by you, and he was 40 by us. Yeah, he's three trains because if I hit one on the nut, I'm in the high twos. And, and there's like you said, there's been times where I can't hit it better. And he's still 40 or 50 yards past me. Yeah. And I'm high twos if I hit it right in the nut. Because I yeah, miss I mean, a lot. So I blast hook mine, you know, 210. And 
Yeah, your average is a lot lower because you because of the mishits. But you know when you hit one real good. Yep. And you're like, oh, that's out there. And then he's he's still 30, 40 yards behind. Well, I mean, well, you. I, I saved that that's the best one of the day right there for only when somebody hits it right on a nut and hits it. Is really that right? Good. You didn't hear it that much Saturday, did you? No, but you made them laugh when you said it before I even made contact on the, uh, <laughs> what was that, 14, the yeah, long that's part three? That's the of the day. Were you laughing? Did you, I mean, was it ridiculous out there? It was stupid. Because <laughs> you literally said it like, I don't think I had even made contact yet. I did it one time to Kurt and Alex, and I think he was still in his backswing. <laughs> <laughs> what you hear? You just had the best one of the day right there. I haven't even hit it yet. <laughs> You're getting the people back off by saying. Yeah, you have to back off your shot as I'm saying that's the best one of the day. That's pretty dumb, isn't it? How many clubs were thrown? I think we had we, we had one broken club. <laughs> no, there were a lot of fines out there. A lot of fines. Yeah, I instituted a ten dollar per club throw fine. I think I would have made about hundred fifty. What did I do? I did a couple a couple of backhanded when I left them at my feet in a bunker, just well, like you, the backhand toward my bag. You did a complete helicopter on fourteen <laughs> in front of the fifteenth tee. That was a long one. That went about thirty yards. That was my that was my sixty degree. And then you smashed your sandwich on the cart path on eighteen. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's not a throw, but that's still a fine. I think. Yeah, no, I got fined, but for that when too. You hear the click. And how about Mr. Casciano? Mr. Casciano broke his club on on fifteen. <laughs> he just hucked it at his bag, real hard from real close. Uh, he hit three pure shots that hit limbs, and he lost it. That was the third one that he did that. That day. yeah. Well, what, what it was ten when me, you, and Alex were watching, and we could just see it coming. Oh, you could see it develop. Yeah, yeah. It was like slow motion. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because when you hit the one good shot and it hits the last limb and it falls straight down, you get mad. Yeah. When it happens a second time, a few holes later, you get really mad. And then when it happens a third time, that's when the uh, <laughs> the club breaks, right? Yeah, like when he picked, when he when he like it was in his bag and it was and he just had to finish it off. You know, he just <laughs> put it out of its misery. Clink. Just enough. It was just it was hanging on there just a bit. <laughs> You like watching that? Yeah, okay. I thought Alex Sneaky threw one. I don't know though. Yes. I can't. Oh it. yeah, you'll get you'll get one you'll get one around out of him. I think he sneaky threw one because he had. I want to say that was also fourteen, where he was like in the middle of the fairway, eighty yards, and he made a double. Yes, because he sculled it over and then chipped it back over the front. And I think yes, yeah, you're exactly right. That. Yeah. I'm the only one who kept my composure that whole round. That's why you were in it to 16 parts. Exactly. And that's why I pick you as as my partner for the member guests. That's right. Hopefully we get there. 11 on a waiting list. There we go. Should we take a little break and hear sure. a, a word from our sponsor this week? Mm-hmm. All right. We'll be right back. My name is Mike Doranko. I'm the host of Your Golfer's Almanac, a daily golf history podcast brought to you by Golf Tunes. We share what happened on each day in golf history. It usually takes about five minutes. But today I'm here to talk about my second favorite podcast after my own, and that is Beyond the Gates. It's a deep dive into Walt Disney World. Gary and Mike are serious about Disney, and if you're planning a trip to Disney, this is the place to start. They cover deals, discounts, 
what to do in and around the park, or as they like to call it, the property. They know their stuff and they share it on Beyond the Gates. Check it out or stay tuned because they'll be right back. Are we the only podcast that had a commercial for our own podcast during the podcast? That's what I was saying. Like, did we pay him or did he pay us? Like, <laughs> well, he paid us. It was big money wow. to get that spot. So thanks to Mike Duranko sending over a commercial. We're back from break. That's messed up. How many podcasts talk trash to somebody and then they send in a commercial? It it the golf relate people don't understand the golf community. It's funny. You have to play golf to really to truly understand how ridiculously messed up it is. It is messed up. It made me laugh when uh, I walked in the pro shop and Darren said, "Mr. Ruda, how you doing today?" Oh, did he say hi to you? Yeah, he did. Oh, you enjoy that, don't you? That was good. That was very good. So what are we talking about this week, Pards? We have uh, episode 455. 455. And you're, we're doing a little one-day trip reveal? Yeah. Now, what was so special about this trip? It was our my first DVC stay. That messes you up, doesn't it? Yeah. Let's wa- let's walk through the process a little bit, because you said it was almost like scary easy to spend those points. It, it it's just it's so it's so easy, Bill. It's just so easy. It's it's just there. So you you log in to your mm-hmm. DVC portal. Is that what they call it? Uh-huh, yep. And it just has your points balance there and everything. Yeah, I mean, what it, depending, you can click on like a snapshot of of your account, and it'll say you know 150 points yep. you share. Blah blah blah. And then you could just put in dates and see what's available. You just put in dates, and you can either select. You know, a single resort. So, you you know, if you've ever have you ever looked at contracts on the resale market? No, I haven't. OK, so you can just click specific resorts. So if I want to see what the, if there's anything at these three resorts, you can do all Walt Disney World properties or then you can go across the globe, not the globe, but yeah, I know continental United States and pick Pharaoh and Alani and Grand Cal. And so basically you just kept checking to see if something would pop up. Kept checking, kept checking. I said I would love to get the small, the eleven pointer at Boardwalk. It's like their cheapest one, right? No frills, no nothing. That was gone. And then I said, well, if the Grand Floridian opens up with the cheapest room, the like just the regular view, I'll grab that. And then all of a sudden that popped up. And then I was like, I can't stay at the Grand on my first day without my wife. That's our home resort. And then I said, wouldn't it be freaking awesome if Beach Club opened up? Because that is impossible reservation to get. And that's why people buy direct there, because you cannot get a reservation there. So at seven months. It's at seven months, let alone next week. Right. But you're in a position where you can be flexible, obviously. I can be very flexible. So you'll find little things like this here and there, I imagine. Right. But you are looking specifically and short term, but you know stuff will pop up. And it just I was looking for the date that you were available that we were going to hang out at Disney. We were planning on just me picking you up there in the afternoon, playing maybe nine holes, doing a pontoon, just doing something, and then driving back down here. And I said, "Well, I got DVC. Right. Why don't we stay the night?" 
So that beach club came up and you didn't want to delay because that thing could be gone any second. That would have been gone probably an hour after. So you booked it and literally all you had to do was like click it. Yeah, it's just like when you book it a vacation, yep, click it. And then it just said, you know, confirm or whatever. And then my points were gone and it was that was cost 16 points. How did that make you feel? It made me feel good, but then when you see 134 on your dashboard, you get a little depressed. I was going to say, seeing them, seeing it diminish. Like yeah, you wanna, it, it's a weird, it's it's depressing. You want to re-up, get a few more points, don't you? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, we I've been looking, like people have asked me if I've been looking on the resale market. I've been looking on the resale market years before I even bought a contract. Right. I mean, you're plotting your fifth contract before you buy your first. That's how sick this thing is. You're going to end up like Pete likes me. You're going to have like hundreds of thousands of points. I mean, because when you have enough. All right. So we have enough. I said, all right, let's do a weekend, a quarter. So that'll give us eight to 10 nights. Okay, that's fine. Well, now I want eight to 10 nights in a one bedroom. Okay. Well, I got to buy more. Well, maybe I want a two bedroom just in case there's family around and we want to do a couple nights with family. I mean, you need multiple contracts. It's endless. It's 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 an addiction. Definitely. It sounds like it. It adds up quick, though. Mm-hmm. Now, are there ever, like, stupid deals, like, that someone's just trying to get out of a contract and you could find a real low, like, resale? Or not really? No, because, I mean, they're, they're really... It's a market value. The market's there, yeah. So, I mean, you're not going to sell your house for 200000 below when, you know, your realtor is going to say, look, we can get somebody to buy this tomorrow if we just take a little haircut. Right. And then there's always right of first refusal by Disney. So, you know, if you're going to sell your points at a nickel on a dollar, well, Disney's going to go buy that. Oh, that's true. So. Is that how stuff ends up back in sold out resorts? Like on the yeah because direct. yeah they just they're gonna buy it back. So if you had a beach club contract that you were trying to sell, they might gobble that up because they want to sell it direct because that's right. so popular. Right. I I don't know what their thought process is and why they buy certain resorts. Like they don't buy. I, I was wa- reading a report the other day, and Vero they don't buy Grand Floridian. They haven't bought all year. So you pretty much have guaranteed to buy that on the resale market. And then there's other resorts where it's like 47%. So you got a 50-50 shot of being able to pick that up on the resale market. So, And nobody knows what the heck the deal is with this lady who sits in the office in celebration. <laughs> she just says yes or no on them? Yeah, no, nobody's been able to figure this thing out. No rhyme or reason. No it. rhyme or reason whatsoever. Because you'd think if there was like an algorithm or a certain price that you could pretty much crack the code but no no correct right right it's very strange see i'd like i don't know i don't need to buy direct i'm thinking you know if i was gonna do it i don't need the extra perks being like if it was my once a year vacation like i don't really care just buy in the place i want to stay get enough points for a week for like a one bedroom and just go that route at the cheapest resale. There's a ton of different options. We're going to be getting it diving deep into this in January 
We're going to have New Phil Jr. as our DVC correspondent. He's going to be joining us in January. Oh, so I get to take a couple weeks off in January and just you two DVC nerds can talk? Oh, I mean, if you want, if you need some, uh, if you need to take a little sabbatical, by all means, we can, we can. I don't need to, but I'm going to be lost in the weeds. No, no, no. You're going to be, this is going to be a learning experience. All right. I'm in for it. I'm happy to do it. I want to meet new Phil Jr. So let's get into the, uh, into the stay a little bit. So I left my conference and I got in an Uber and I got to the beach club around, what was it? Around one o'clock when I messaged you. Yeah, I think I had just walked Rody or I was just going to walk Rody. Yeah. Because you had to time it. You had to go as late as possible with him. Yeah, I just didn't want to leave him in the house for too long before Kristen came home from work. Right. So I got there and I said to you, obviously I would not I'm not gonna check in to the room before mm-hmm. you get there. That'd be kind of messed up, wouldn't it? I was like Devorney who wouldn't who wouldn't uh do a number two in my new town home in Minnesota. Oh really? Until I soiled all three bathrooms. Yeah. Or two, both bathrooms. Yep. Yeah. And he even had to go and I'm like, I told he goes, Nope, it's a respect thing. Oh. No, he couldn't he wouldn't go at all until you did all three or yeah, n- until I, I, I look at I have two two bathrooms. So until he's like, Did you go in both of them? I'm like, no, just the fir- just like one the one upstairs. He's like, Well, I can't do the one downstairs and I think that's really respectful, and that just goes to show what a great friend he is. Yeah, no, I understand. So he would go upstairs, though, if he had to. No, he wouldn't go at all. Oh, he. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, he didn't go at all. I think the like the next time he was at the house when everything had been taken care of, he was everything was properly broken in, and then right, he was able right, to yep. really. That makes sense. Yeah, so I definitely. I mean, I was there. I just walked. It was pouring rain, so I didn't even leave the resort uh the beach and yacht club but you just walked to the yacht club used going going through um peaches and cream right yeah exactly it's slightly outside but it's covered there's yeah, a little it's bit that's yep. outside that's covered um so i didn't i didn't do anything like i literally walked from one end to the other a couple times went in the gift shops looked around a little bit um i ended up walking up to beaches and cream and i got in in like three minutes i had to join the virtual waiting list mm-hmm. which is i went up to the podium and i said is there anything available for one and they said we can't tell you have to scan in and join the virtual waiting list i'm like okay so i did that and then they texted me like two minutes later and i went back up and they sat me down and i got a uh a reuben sandwich and I subbed the onion rings for the French fries, and it was uh, the onion rings are fantastic. Have you had them there? I'm sure I have. I've never been there. Beaches, uh, yeah, beaches and cream. I've never been before. Never even had the ice cream there. Um, it was very good. The Reuben, I didn't give it a high rating just because it didn't have enough sauerkraut. I like a lot of sauerkraut. It was very light on the sauerkraut for my liking, but the bread was good. It was a good sandwich. And it was very filling, so I didn't even have uh, I didn't have any ice cream. I was gonna get a shake, and then I was looking at the Sundays, and I was like, "Oh, the Sundays sound good." So I I decided to wait, have my sandwich, and then I was gonna order a Sunday. But then by the time I finished my sandwich, I felt so full that I ended up not ordering one. 
also we did have a yachtsman steakhouse reservation correct at night so i didn't want to be too full for that either um so i passed because this was like 2 two thirty by the time i got in for lunch so by the time lunch was over i walked around the lobby a little bit more my phone was starting to die so i found a a chair on the second level of the beach club that had a plug next to it and i sat down charged my phone and i was listening to a, a couple podcasts once that happened uh my phone charged and the storm had cleared out so i walked over to the boardwalk and i went by i was going into the screen door the the gift shop there mm-hmm. and that's when you texted me and said you were just getting off onto property so i headed back over uh to the beach club lobby at that point and i had just gotten back when you you basically walked in and you walked just in ran, through the front door yep and you ran yep. right by me because you had to you had to uh, urinate pretty badly yeah correctly yep so you, you ran in used the bathroom and then uh then you went and checked in So were you expecting, like, at check-in, obviously you had never checked in as a DVC. Did Was it, were you expecting it to be a different process? Was it what you thought? I don't know. Yeah, when... it was what I thought. And I didn't realize, because I had never really been to that DVC area. I always thought that DVC extended out of the beach club, like when you walk past the gift off shop, off the main lobby, yeah. off the main lobby. I always assumed that those were the DVC because I saw the sign that said Disney Vacation Club, but it was actually pointing past the solarium as opposed to the right past the gift shop. Right, going. Outside. So I had noticed that on the second floor they didn't have any any um, balconies. So I just said, "Look, I know that you're sold out, and there's no shot in hell. But is there any way I can get a balcony?" And he looked. He's like, "Yep, you're on the first floor. There's a walkout balcony." I'm like, "Perfect. Thank you so much." Um, so then we ventured our way over there. Yep. Walked through the lobby, found our room, and we walked in. And as soon as I walked in, I saw, "Oh, this isn't." Because normally when you walk into a studio, you walk in and there are the beds. Right. Well, there was this wall with a with a little drop table where you can leave your wallet and keys and magic bands. And then I saw the table with the uh, hidden Mickey with the plates. Right. And I'm like, oh, I'm in a one bedroom. And we walked in there and it was like, oh, damn, we're in a one bedroom. And they got that channel with the temperature and the park yep. hours. and. Yep. It's a complete thing. I mean, the cocaine was on the table. It was <laughs> right there. And they didn't even, you didn't even have to use dollar bills. I mean, they gave you all the apparel to put that up your nose. Yeah. I mean, it was, everything was there. Refrigerator was stocked with beer. Right. Full I mean, you, you name it. It was an absolute, it, you, whatever you wanted was there at that beach club. You were a disaster. I was a complete mess. I think I wet my pants. <laughs> I but started you just, shaking. You were happy, but you also said this is bad. Mm-hmm. For a couple reasons. One, because Susie wasn't there Yeah, for the upgrade. And two, because now, how do you go back to a studio? I think they those were your first too. two thoughts. They know that because I've... Pete likes me. Every podcast I've ever listened to, they said, once you start staying at one bedrooms, you do not go back to a studio. Yeah. 
and it's a lot more. It's not just a little more. It's a lot more, isn't it? For one, yeah, it's a, it's quite a bit more. Yeah, is it's it more than double? More. It's almost double. Almost double. So that's like what twenty eight points for that room or something. Like we're looking in these in 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 September when it's like the cheapest of the cheap. Yeah. And what we paid, we paid sixteen points for that studio at the Beach Club. And over at Saratoga Springs, it's twenty one points for a one bedroom. So if I'm going to do a one bedroom, I'm probably going to do it in September at Saratoga Springs, but it's the cheapest in September all across the board. Gotcha. But a one bedroom now in September over at the Beach Club is probably going to be around 30. So it's yeah. it's almost I, double. Yeah, your uh, your points go away quick when you do that, for mm-hmm. sure. But like you said, there's always uh there's always more contracts. They've got a washer dryer in the one bedrooms. They have a, a nice big storage closet that has a, a what what did we say what was in there? They had a vacuum cleaner and a high chair. Yep, and they even had fire a, extinguisher, uh, all that stuff. They had like a luggage stand in there too, like mm-hmm. a fold out luggage stand. Yeah, I mean you could really make yourself at home there for a while. Now I don't know if like laundry and stuff is going to really come in handy for you when you're doing right. Yeah, night, we would never but... do it because we'd never be there for. But it's well, perfect for families who are there for a week. Yeah, if you know you're staying at a one bedroom that has that has laundry and you're flying one of the cheap airlines that doesn't allow like check bags and you could pack smartly, you could do laundry uh-huh. once and just not have to worry about doing a check bag, things like that. Um it was nice. The couch was it's nice to have the couch with the coffee table. Like a breakfast bar. I could picture being in there for like three or four nights and make a breakfast one morning mm-hmm. and going out on the balcony and having coffee. Not to mention the, the quiet pool was right outside the door, which was a nice little quiet pool. And well. it is legit quiet pool. And they have a hot tub there. In the I'm curious. Pool. I'm curious how quiet it would be in the summer because it was a little chilly. So True. the pool... I mean, even Storm Along Bay was dead that night. We went in, we went to Storm Along Bay, and I think we were the only two people in the pool that night. And granted, we closed it down, but right. even still. So after your initial shock about the one bedroom, I think the first thing you did was say to cancel the yachtsman because you want to hang out in the room as much can't, as possible. I can't. I can't blow two and a half hours. And you were, and you were going to pay for dinner because I was putting you up at our DVC, right? And most people would just take you up on the offer, sure. But that just goes to show how badly I wanted to stay in that. I, I mean, in fairness, I did still buy you dinner that night. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, you bought multiple dinners. That's true. Um, yeah, so we hung out, we hung out in the room, just getting the lay of the land. We did a review. unpacked. Yep. Unpacked a little bit. We did a room review. Well, actually we brought your stuff in and then I never even got mine. Right. I had to go yeah, back. Because after. yours was still at the bell at, uh, bell, bell services. services. Right. So we did the, uh, the video review and then we went and got my stuff brought it back to the room um 
And with this with this podcast and, and us having a room review, that will be on our YouTube channel this week. Yep, youtube.com at WDWBTG. You can find it there. And then what else do we do after that? We walked around a little so bit. So I was hungry, so I said that oh, I'm going to go right. to the Boardwalk Deli, which is like one of my favorite new quick services around. And I said, but I'm bringing that bad boy back because I'm eating it at the kitchen table. Sure. And as much as I wanted to try something different from my initial trip to Boardwalk, Boardwalk, I want to say Boardwalk Bakery, Boardwalk Deli, I I ended up getting the pastrami Reuben. I think it was a monster. And it was a monster. And again, you could get it either with French fries, uh, chips, or coleslaw, or a tomato basil soup. Well, what better than a soup and sandwich? And it's not like a little thimble full of soup. That's no. a big size cup of soup for the side. Again, I've talked about it, and I'm tired. You want to complain and complain, oh, Disney's too expensive. Oh, it was like twelve dollars. You yeah, saw that it, sandwich. They weren't screwing around with that, were they? No, I think it was thirteen and change after like tax. with tax and everything. Yeah. Which legitimately, like if you were looking for a light lunch, that would be enough to feed to. Oh, no doubt about it. You, you split no the doubt soup, about you each it. have half the sandwich, that'd be more than enough. Yeah, so like it, like those days like where you're hungry, but you and then you but you have a dining reservation three hours later, that would be the perfect thing. Yeah, to split. If you're exactly. in Epcot and you're going to eat at Le Chef's or Le Cellier, go over there, split a sandwich, and you're yeah, going to be fine. Absolutely. So we went back and you you ate that in the room. We hung out a little bit, and then I think at that point it was uh, time to explore a bit. It was time to explore. It's time to load up the backpack. Yep, with Miller Lights. Yep, and, and go and go get your steps in. We got some steps in. We were walking around. Although, no, because we went to Cruise Cup first, right? Or had, did we start drinking first? I don't even, I can't remember. No, we went to now. Cruise Cup. Because you got a hot chocolate. That's right. Yeah, I, I brought. I had my refillable mug. I got a uh, hot chocolate. We went over to Yacht Club That's to right. check out the gift shop. Yeah. And, you and I found that absolutely gorgeous pullover. Yeah. And you blew it. You kicked that. And I and I completely blew it. It was the last one. It was in my size. It was absolutely gorgeous. I got thirty percent off. And I did the oh, let me think about it. And you thought, and then you said yes, and it was gone the next day. And it was gone. It was gone. That that girl, she could sell, huh? Yeah. I was ready to buy it. That thing was gorgeous, wasn't it? It was beautiful. It was nice. What what was the brand? Uh, Vineyard Vines. Yeah, so it was, of course it was like 120 bucks. But I'm like, all right, 30% off, that brings it to 70 or whatever, 75. Now would you buy it for 75? And the answer is pretty much yes. Yeah, absolutely. But, so I blew uh, that. Yep, yeah, we blew that. But we decided to uh I'd never been to Cruise Cup. Mm-hmm. So we went in there. I had a cocktail. It was very good. It was a bourbon-based cocktail. It had an orange slice. I forget what else was in it. I forget that what it place was called. messed you up, didn't it? Oh, that was awesome. I could have stayed there all night. Is that not the m- most chill place you've ever been to? It was fantastic. The bartender had been there for 40 years at Di- with Disney. No, mm-hmm. Obviously not at that that specific resort. Yeah, that place messed me up big time. Now we're sitting there. We're finishing up. I'm finishing up the cocktail. And then we had a decision to make. 
because the pool closed at 10. I want to say it was, what, 7.30 at that point maybe? Mm-hmm. And we had to decide if we were going to stay at Cruise Cup, get a bite to eat there, have another cocktail, or go swim. And, and I'll tell you, I was close because on their menu, they have a 14-ounce prime rib. Yeah. And it comes from Yachtsman Steakhouse. And I yep. asked the bartender, I said, can you get other things off the menu? He said unequivocally, no, because he said the, the kitchen so and the busy. grill is just too small and they can barely accommodate the guests that are at the at the steakhouse, so they cannot do. But the prime rib, they can because they're just cutting off a piece. Right. That's already there. They're not having to take up grill space. So that makes sense. Um, so we kind of quickly decided when you stay at, at Beach Club, you got to do Storm Along Bay. Got to do Storm Along Bay. You got to do it. So we went back. We got into our trunks. That's mm-hmm. when we loaded up the backpack full of beer. And we walked over. Got one of the free lockers there, which is fantastic. Isn't that a great option? I never, I don't know of any of the other pools that have that. Yeah. I I don't remember ever seeing it. That was fantastic. It's just there. You put in your code. So like. It's it's just like, it's just like in your room with your safe. Yeah. It's open and then you close it and empty your code twice and it locks. So we threw the backpack in there. That way our wallet and stuff were fine and, you know, our beers were safe. Grabbed a couple out and we we went into the hot tub, which was really nice. And that hot tub is the over eighteen. Because there was another one right there well, that was not. That's right. That was that's eighteen plus. No weasels allowed. I mean, in there was nobody there anyway. Like right. in the other hot tub, but right. on a busy day, that's a nice feature to have. And you trust me, I'm going to start carding people. Yeah. Because if I don't see eighteen plus, I'm calling a, a cast member over. Security. 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 Come here. <laughs> So hit that up a few times, hanging out in there, and then we had to, we had to try the lazy river, and we had to try the slide. Mm-hmm. Now that's and these were intense. these were your first. This was your first. Yeah, I'd never been. You're right. Now this was your first time staying at Beach Club, but you've stayed at Yacht Club before. I'd stayed at Yacht Club, and you've also swam more than once there. There are there are some security breaches that I'm not going to talk about on this podcast. That's correct. Because you basically told the lady checking the bands that yeah, she checked the band. See. This is like at nine o'clock at night. I said I know how to get in here anyway. Either way, but <laughs> she laughed. She 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 thought it was funny, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. But uh, so we went across the across the walkway to the slide, climbed up, and that thing is like a legit water slide. Yeah, like we both agreed, you feel like you're at Typhoon Lagoon. I know you're getting on the Humonga Kawabunga. You could tell it's a a big water slide when you get when you feel the bumps on your back as you're going down Mm -hmm. from like the the segments in the slide. You built up a lot of speed, and you know, there's a couple twists and turns, nothing too intense. Like, I wouldn't say avoid it if you like water slides, you're gonna like it, but it was uh. It was impressive. It's a Definitely good water impressive. slide. And they have like a little splash pool right near the water slide for like uh-huh. with a little kid slide and everything. So that's a cool little spot. That place must be a disaster in the summer, though. 
it, like that it's little flash area. Not bad. Like I told you, there's just so many nooks and crannies that even when it's busy, you can separate yourself. Is it just because the resort isn't that big and the pool is very big that it, it doesn't it get could super be, It crowded? could be a combination of that. Yeah. And to be quite honest, they're higher end resorts where I see a lot of people going to the quiet pool. Like, especially, I like, not that higher end, but there's a lot of adults that are DVC members and a lot of adults who, who don't have kids or are empty nesters who stay at Yacht Club who might just say, screw that. I'm just going to the quiet pool. Right. That's true. Because that quiet pool near our room. It was been a good fantastic size. It was chill. I mean, it was nice. Yeah. The quiet and, pool at the Yacht Club's really nice. And, the, and they basically... Uh, when we checked in, the cast member basically said, "And the quiet pools are open until whenever they don't. You yeah, are. yeah, they don't close. Yeah, so basically, basically, if you're not a loud drunk, they're not right. going to throw you out. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we did that. We hung out, had a couple beers in the hot tub. We did the slide. We did the lazy river. Went back in the hot tub, and then uh, at ten o'clock." They kicked us out. No, they didn't kick us out, but it closed. Watch some, some fireworks from Epcot for a little bit. Oh, yeah. you. Saw, I was in the hot tub. But yeah, I was able to see it. Pool. I was BSing with the lifeguard in the lazy river. And you could see We were it. watching fireworks. And so at that point, we made our way back to the room. Yep. And changed back into dry clothes. Reloaded the backpack. Reloaded the backpack, and we walked around Boardwalk. I think at that point, we were trying to figure out what we wanted to do for dinner at that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of things closed at 10. It was like 10.30, almost 11. We went over to the Boardwalk pizza window. We almost pulled the trigger on that. Almost we? pulled the trigger. I think that would have been a huge mistake in hindsight. That would have been a bad, bad, bad leave. So then I said, let's order like Grubhub to the room. I'd never done it, but people do it all the time. So I'm going through the options, going through the options. Finally, B-dubs pops up. You can't say that word in front of me. It's been years. There used to be one down the street from me in Minnesota, and there's nothing close to me. And I have not had that place in years. And that thing messes me up almost like a one-bedroom at Beach Club does. And it it was good. It arrived. Oh. It was hot. The wings were crispy. And that was like the perfect, the perfect uh, nightcap. So to we speak. sat there on the couch, put the TV on. Yep, it's fantastic, wasn't it? The wings were so good. And then, uh, what time was that? Was around probably around midnight, right? Yeah, it was pretty late. It was very late. We got that. We were drinking some more beers in the room while we were eating, and then I was tired. Yep. I said I was going to go to bed, so I pulled out the uh, pulled out the couch, which the the pullout couch bed was actually pretty comfortable. Was it? Because I was worried when we stayed at Animal Kingdom this summer, the pullout couch looked very uncomfortable that the girl mm-hmm. slept on. Um, but this one was pretty comfortable. So I would say not a problem to sleep on that as a grown man. Definitely didn't feel like out of place with that. 
Yeah, and it wasn't like your feet were hanging off either. No, it was a good size. It was a queen, I think, once you pulled it out. Um, you did one more loop with some beers, I believe. Which I always do. I always do my late night walk arounds. You have to do your last loop. It's kind of like my security walk. Just checking the perimeter, making sure. Just just doing a quick, quick perimeter check. And then that was basically it. And then the next morning, we got up, we hung around the room. We went, yeah, I went got, to bed with the TV on. Yep. And then I woke up, I got up, and, and you were watching the golf channel. Yeah, I put on the golf channel. Went and got your coffee. Yep. Walked around a little bit. Went back to the room. Bought a couple souvenirs to get the 30% off. That's true. We did that. That was after we checked out, though, right? Right, yeah. But, you know, we stayed in, packed everything up, stayed in the room till. 11 right when checkout time is put all the stuff in the car and then we walked around for another hour or so in the gift shops and yeah like you said we bought we each got a hooded t-shirt long sleeve hooded t-shirt thing sweet isn't it beach club yeah just get like a white logo it's not overtly like disney-fied like you could wear that anytime mm-hmm. it's nice um, you got a couple other things in the shop, and then I made a play right as I was waiting to check out to grab a couple pre-made breakfast sandwiches mm-hmm. at the uh, Beach Club Marketplace. And they had this uh, steak, egg, and cheese. Yep. And you said it was fantastic. It was good. It? And I had a I had a bacon, egg, and cheese on a pancake bun. Which yeah. is a little weird, but it was still good. It was it was filling for sure. And those weren't bad price wise, but that was basically it because you had to head back to to walk roadie. Yep. So we headed back, and you said you made the best time home. Best time ever. Best time ever because you you a lot of times you hit that traffic to Champions you didn't, Gate. You didn't have that... to tap the brakes once. I didn't have to tap the brakes once. As soon as I got on, I said, oh, usually you sit around here. And then champ- after Champions Gate, it opens up. But you saw that traffic that I hit every time now going going eastbound yeah. on I-4. Yeah, I saw it the other way. Awful. Because we hit that on the gentleman's trip when we were trying to get to our uh, Whispering That's right, because we were late for our breakfast reservation. Yeah, because of that same damn traffic. For no reason, like you said. There's no reason. It it just has to be an on ramp or an off ramp that yeah. messes that thing up because it's literally seven miles of misery. That's too funny. Anything else you want to add here before we take a break? Uh no. All right, we'll be right back.
All right, we are back from break. Episode number 455 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast is in the books. One thing I forgot to mention was our little uh, mini tour of the boardwalk that we went on. Mm-hmm. Went into the boardwalk lobby. Mm-hmm. You showed me around to uh, those little cabins there. Or those little cabins on the backside. They're not even DVC. How sweet are those things? They have like a front yard. It's so stupid, isn't it? With a that white ticket fence. That messed me up so yeah. much. They have like little fake mailboxes and stuff. It's stupid. I love those things. I've seen like pictures of them and I never really understood. And then seeing them in person, it just messed me up so much seeing those things. Those would be so cool to stay in. Is it just a standard room or is it? No, there's an upstairs. There's a uh, master bedroom upstairs. So how do you book that? It's, uh, not just, it's just through cash. It's just through cash. But it's still considered like a two bedroom or whatever, yep. or a one bedroom. Yep, exactly. Okay. Yep. So it's not cheap, is what you're saying. It's not cheap, but it's not terrible. That messed me up a little bit. Yeah, I've I've never been in the boardwalk lobby. It, and it's so it's so underrated, isn't it? Because it you hear nice. about all the other lobbies. That's a beautiful lobby, isn't it? It was very nice. Yeah. They had a uh, gingerbread boardwalk deli in there that Mm -hmm. they made. And the beach club had that gingerbread carousel that moves, which is ridiculous. Like, everyone talks about the one at the Grand Floridian, but I think that carousel is just as, if not more impressive than the giant gingerbread house at the Grand Floridian. How nice was the lobby at the beach club DVC? That was awesome. Wasn't that unbelievable? Because there was like three little offshoot rooms. One had a pool table. One was just like a quiet reading room. Yeah, it was like the smallest solarium. Yep. That room with the that room with the pool table that had had several tables and then a TV. You could go in there, watch Monday night football. Shoot some pool. Have a couple. Put your beers in a in a bottle of wine there. Shoot some pool and watch Monday night football or anything. And kill some time. That is absolutely beautiful. And I watched another podcast where, or listened to, no, yeah, it was, I was listening to a podcast. And, you know, they, one that they always have to be miserable, even if it's positive. Yeah. And they said, well, you can check in at the Beach Club Villas. But it's kind of like those dumpy hotels on 192 where somebody's standing behind a podium and there's a bunch of brochures. And I looked where concierge was because that was a person that could check you in. I didn't think right. that that looked tacky or dumpy to you. No, just because it was just one person. Is that yeah. What they meant? Yeah. I don't know. Like there was nothing tacky about that lobby. I almost like that lobby better than the regular one because it's just so unassuming and, and quiet. And It's not even really a lobby. It's just like an entry. Right. And they put the concierge slash check in person there just as a courtesy. Mm hmm. And then, but that reading room messed me up. That it, I like that better than the solarium. That reading room. Yeah, I, I I I might have to yeah because I think the solarium might have a little more foot traffic. Yeah, there's more going on there because they do like the crafts in the solarium, so they're gonna attract the people. In right. There. Whereas the uh, that other room, that was fantastic. They had a gorgeous Christmas tree. I mean that yeah that is a beautiful resort to begin with. Yeah. But that DVC unit, I I was blown away. I'm a you loved it because it was separate from everything else, and so. it was it was completely separate from everything else. 
that messed you up big time, didn't it? I was pretty much a disaster for that, that straight up day. 24 hours, don't you think? Yeah. Now, where would this rank as far? Now, this is your first time at Beach Club. Granted, it's a little unfair to rank right. it because it was DVC in one bedroom, but. Yeah, my first You've time at a- Yacht Club, I stayed at the presidential suite. So a lot of this is. That's true. Hard to. Hard to compare, but as right. far as the resort overall, I know it's not normally high on your favorites. I love, the, I just love the proximity to Epcot. That's nice. I mean, I'd have to say Beach and Yacht are up there as far. I like them better than Boardwalk. Okay. But Boardwalk surprised you, though. Boardwalk surprised me when I was there in January. That's correct. Now, the only one that you have to do now is Saratoga, right? Uh, Saratoga in one of the All-Stars is pretty much all I have left on my list. And Riviera. Riviera, Lonnie, and Hilton Head. Well, I'm considering Mm -hmm. uh, on property, but you you can check those off, I suppose. Yeah. So any final thoughts? I just, uh, yeah, I wanted to bring up that boardwalk thing because that was cool, those rooms with the front yard. Oh, my God. Now you want to stay there. I kind of do. That, that would be up. nice, wouldn't it? Now that, nah, I don't know how many it sleeps. I was going to say that could be an option now for Christmas. Yeah, you never and know. You, 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 we priced out the, uh, the, the cabins. cabins at Wilderness Lodge, and they unfortunately were twice as much as we were willing to spend your dad's money. Yeah. I wonder renting points. Because you could save a little if you rent points doing it that way. I wonder how much that would cost. Yeah, that's true. You were looking at cat. Yeah, that's true. I might have to look into that. By the way, I did notice the uh, music for the second break. You like that? Ah. Uh, the beach club music? Ah. Uh, that's good stuff, isn't it? Oh, the beach and yacht club. They, they have the best, best resort music. The best loop? You like I that? I love their loop. It's good stuff. Those see they 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 do the resort they. It's so perfect. The resorts are perfect. Yeah, I mean they do it right. I love how they're connected to each other too. It's very subtle because as we were it's walking, so subtle. You even like said to me, "Hey, notice how the building goes from blue to tan." Yeah, when we were when we were leaving the uh, the pool. Right. Exactly. I said it, it's it's tan over here, which is yacht club, and then it's blue over here, which is beach club, and it's right where beaches and cream is. Yeah. The yacht club lobby is very underrated. Oh my god, it's so quiet. Their Christmas tree was different colored gorgeous. lights. It was just yeah. gorgeous. But I love the upstairs areas there, like the little sitting areas when you mm-hmm. go up the that like. It's just I love how they have those second floors incorporated almost into their lobbies because their lobbies aren't like grand or giant Correct. lobbies, but they've been able to add a lot of depth to it with those second stories because they're very walkable and you know they want you to hang out and relax there. It's not like you walk up and there's just rooms and doors everywhere. There's still extra room right around the lobby. Up yeah, above. those are two beautiful. Two beautiful resorts. Yeah. Absolutely. So now my last two stays have been a deluxe 
and a one bedroom DVC. And now I'm going to go back looking at Pop Century next time I go or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're not. I'm a mess. It's tough. It's tough to go backwards. Yeah, it is. In in Pop, I think is a great option. I love Pop. I could do that. Like if we're doing parks, having the Skyliner and Pop isn't bad because you have the pull down bed, so the room's big enough. Right. When you put the bed up. Right. I love Pop. But. But you weren't miss. You weren't bit. missing the parks. You weren't like, oh, I got it. Like we're just chill. Don't you love to just chill and walk around and explore and shoot the breeze? And yeah, but even when I went, tub? even when we went with the girls, we didn't spend a ton of time in the park. Yeah, no summer. kidding. Yeah. I don't have anything else to add here. How about you, partner? Nope, I'm good. All right, that's going to do it for this week's episode. You know where to find us online at WDWBTG on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Um, You can go to our website, WDWBTG.com. Subscribe wherever you download podcasts. Uh, Like we mentioned, YouTube, you'll see some reviews coming up soon from uh, from the Beach Club. So subscribe over there. We do appreciate it. You can email the show info at WDWBTG.com, Mike at WDWBTG.com, and Gary at WDWBTG.com. Did I forget anything, sir? Nope. You are on par today, parts. All right. That's going to do it for episode number 455 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. For my co-host, Mike, my name is Gary. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week now it's time to say goodbye to all our company m-i-c see you real soon k-e-y why because we like you m-o-y